0: The VO Meter, measuring your voiceover progress. The VO Meter is brought to you by VoiceActorWebsites.com Vocal Booth To Go PodcastDemos.com Global Voice Acting Academy JMC Demos And IPDTL And now, your hosts, Paul Stefano and Sean Daly.
1: All right, everybody, welcome to the debriefing with the founders of the Vocation Conference, Karin Guilfrey and Jamie Muffet. Guys, we talked about this in the past, uh, very recent past, but I've spent several years working on the VO Atlanta team, doing the installation, the breakdown, getting there two days early, leaving there there after everybody else is gone, so I feel your pain in the setup and running of a conference. So first of all, now that it's a few days past the conference, how are you guys feeling? Uh, Relieved. (laughs) <laughs> i feel i feel
0: great I, yeah. I, there's definitely that feeling of like post-conference like ah, that you feel when you do yeah. a show also or any big project where you're leading up to it and then it happens and then you're like oh my gosh what do i do with my life now yeah
1: <laughs> Yeah, there's a coming down period right where you're, kind of, you're totally. kind of just in this the aura of the event still and it may last a whole day i found
2: yeah, two days ago I was just a bit of a zombie, just on scrolling Facebook pretty much the whole day. Yeah, and uh, now I recovered and I'm back back on form again. But Corin, uh, I think you just jumped straight into work, right?
0: I, I did. I had a bunch of work that I had to do the Monday after the conference. But it, at night, I was like, "How long can I play Candy Crush?" To <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's one way. That's one way to do it.
0: To turn off my brain.
1: I can tell you, it does get easier. I've I've been. I was at Via Atlanta for three years on the team, and I plan to be back this year. I was also a speaker at the Mid-Atlantic VoiceOver Conference two years ago, or I guess a year and a half ago. And I can tell you that this time, I was, uh, I was privileged enough to be a speaker at Vocation as well, and I thank you both for that. This time, when I got back on Sunday night... I was able to sort of recover more quickly and get back to my regular routine. It's kind of like having the third kid, Karin. You may be able to look forward to this. When you have, <laughs> when you have one kid, you're basically running around like a crazy person all the time. Two, right. kind of the same thing. The third one, you're just making sure they don't crawl into the microwave. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it I does imagine. get better. And hopefully as you have more and more of the conferences, hopefully it'll be, be an ongoing thing. And then five years from now, it'll be like second nature.
2: I have to yes. say, um, it. I was preparing myself for it to be more chaotic and more stressful than it actually was. Um, obviously, you know, with any event like this, you do a whole ton of prep and you think of all the worst case scenarios. Well, I do. anyway. <laughs> I'm a bit of a, um, you know, I sort of think that's, that's the way my mind works. But um, I was really pleasantly surprised that there was nothing that was super stressful, um, nothing bad. Really terrible happened, uh, and it was just hugely positive from from my standpoint. Um, so yeah, that that's where I was.
0: I agree. the The two things that I was most concerned about were um, we had our lunch picnics outside, and so mm. if the weather had not cooperated, we would have had to figure out a plan B. Which the Symphony Space told us that we could possibly have lunch in the big hall, but they would prefer it if we were outside or not having lunch in there at all. So I was a little bit concerned about that. And then the other thing was that because we only had the space on Saturday and Sunday, we had to set up the Studio Bricks booth in the morning on Saturday and take it down in the evening on Sunday. Mm. And those were the two things that I was just worried wouldn't happen the way we intended, but they ended up being absolutely great.
2: Yeah, they didn't happen the way we intended. No, they didn't they ended... quite
0: hap- happen the way we intended, but it ended up being fine.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think that worked out swimmingly, the way... I'm sure yeah. you didn't plan to have the booth being done during the panel, but no. because well, that was I mean, the case, it was great for people to watch and see, yeah. wow, it really yeah. is that easy. Yeah. Exactly. I
0: mean, I thought, I thought, worst case scenario, you know, if... Um, if the bo- they're still setting up the booth when we start the first panel, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. And then having them take it down during the dinner break was also something that we had actually planned to do ourselves. But Stephanie Willing, mm. who owns the booth, she decided that it would just be easier for everyone involved if she just hired the Studio Bricks team to come and take it down really quickly and um, professionally and bring it to her house. So
1: Oh, that's great. It ended up okay. Yeah. Well, I think part of the reason things didn't go wrong or you don't perceive them as going wrong is because you did a fantastic job of planning so congratulations to your both and your thank team you. for running a really well done conference and especially as as an inaugural conference I can't think of anything that I noticed even as a semi insider that seemed like it was out of place so great job
0: thank, thank you. you yeah we had a great team we had a great mm-hmm. staff of volunteers and they they were a part of the planning process and the execution on the weekend of, and I swear they did the work of like 12 people and there were only five yeah. of them. <laughs> yeah, They were awesome.
2: Yeah, we got very lucky with our volunteers or volunteers, <laughs> as we call them. Um, they, they worked very hard and, and they did everything with such a um, enthusiasm and a sense of fun. And we really wanted to inject that into the conference because... Obviously, the subject was, could potentially be a little dry, being the business side of voiceover. So we wanted to have as much of a sort of fun, excitable atmosphere as possible outside of those uh, those, spe- those panels and those classes, which exactly. actually ended up being also really fun and interesting. Um, and they weren't dry, That I, you know, something that I was a little concerned about. But um, the volunteers really brought a lot of that to the table.
0: I think part of the reason why the um, sessions and the panels and the and the presentations were not dry necessarily is, is, well, first of all, we're all actors. We're all like weird Mm -hmm. actor types. So making presentations on business things is a little more fun than when a business person makes a presentation on business things, I suspect. (laughs) But also this the stuff that we talked about are things that people are. Hungry for mm. people want to know how to negotiate a contract. People want to know how to network. People want to know how to use a CRM. They're they're really hungry for that knowledge. And I think that online, you get a lot of different opinions from people who are not necessarily experts. And um, it's it's just something that's not really talked about. Like how often do we talk about like what? What you personally charged someone for an explainer video, you know, versus yeah. what the budget they had on the table, like the actual numbers, you know, yeah. that that's that was a really cool thing, I think, to kind of just pull back the veil and see, you know, what's really going on. And people want to know that stuff.
2: And I like to think that this week, the week after the conference, all the attendees are now plugging all that knowledge into their business right away and seeing returns immediately um, because all of that stuff the negotiation uh, the seo and the websites and you know how to operate your business is stuff that you can employ immediately um, rather than hypothetically at some point in the future um, so it was really heartwarming to to me to receive all these messages saying um, this is this has redirected my career or changed my career or my focus of what i do every day it's, it's really heartening
1: yeah, absolutely, and that was that was my biggest takeaway—the the sheer excitement that people had for the content. Yeah, before even start, before I even did my session, people were, were talking to me and saying how excited they were for it, and. I'm generally pretty modest, even though I can be a bit of a clown. And I was saying, Really? <laughs> Why? <laughs> you know, it's me, right? But, but afterwards, people were coming up to me and saying how excited they were about what I had to say and, and how much they loved it. And not just newbies to the business either, people, longtime veterans that I respect greatly, telling me that they enjoyed the content. And I think that's a testament to the work you guys did in lining up, well, again, not me, but lining up the other great speakers. <laughs>
0: Yeah, one of the things that I was so impressed by was how many like real really like voiceover veterans came to the yeah. conference to learn really the new way that voiceover is done you know, not just through their agent and they go to a studio and they record it, but, but really everything else on the other side of it that people are finding success in. There are people who, who've who been doing voiceover since the 80s who came to our conference, who are now teachers, you know, who are coming, who came to learn so that they could teach their students what they learned at the conference and, and implement some of that stuff in their own business.
2: I thought that was very, very cool. And we also had Representatives from SAGAFRA show up who wanted to learn about this stuff too, and wanted to be involved in this—the this sort of new iteration of our industry—with um, their involvement. Uh, and I'd like to actually bring those in, uh, those uh, people, into the future conferences as well, and make them more integral. Um, so yeah, it was very, very interesting who who came and the um, their willingness to learn and their open-mindedness as well. So what was the biggest
1: surprise from the conference, either in a positive way or, or something that may have been a little bit of a negative, but you were able to turn around to a positive?
2: I, I just was just so blown away by all of the speakers, you, you included, Paul, um, and the panelists, their sense of um, responsibility to giving out this information that's going to help everyone that came. Um, and the level of positivity. You know, we hear a lot about this industry, how it's, you know, going down the tubes, um, particularly the AI panel. You know, there's there's yeah. this sort of misconception that we're doomed and everything's, you know, everything's done or robots are going to replace us. And that really, really wasn't the case. Um, and that's the start of a conversation that I hope continues to happen um, in all areas of the business, not just the AI synthetic voice uh, realm, but non-union union. Uh, the way pay-to-play sites work, there's a real actual positivity. And actually, JMC was was our keynote speaker, and he really illustrated that beautifully, I thought. How about That's you, Karin?
0: I think the thing that was most, maybe not surprising, but just heartening for me, was just to see how everyone connected in person, all the attendees i mean and and how much i actually learned from the attendees not just the speakers and the um, panelists but it's one thing to see you know a person's name with their profile picture and you don't really know what they look like or what they're about you can't give them a hug or shake their hand Um, and then to meet people in person whose names i've seen forever you know maria Pendolino. And I have been friends for years and we've never met in person (laughs) and we talk on the phone or online like a few times a week really and we had never met each other in person because she lives in Buffalo and I live in in uh, New York City so to meet her in person and to be able to give her a hug and, and it was just so incredible for me and I was, I think I was surprised by how much that face-to-face contact really, really meant to me.
2: Can we talk about Maria a little bit? Because she was a real breakout star of the whole conference. Yes, she Angry. was. I agree. Mm-hmm. She was amazing.
1: Yeah. I had a similar experience with her. Not We haven't been as close friends on social media. In fact, I don't think we even were connected on Facebook, but I know her from seeing her posts on the various groups and I know her face from, from Facebook and, and Twitter. So when I saw her in person, it was a real real boon for me to actually get to meet her in person. And then we actually had that clip of audio that we played of her that was just fantastic because like you said, she was definitely the breakout star.
0: Yeah, she's yeah. she is a person who is very much a part of the new way that voiceover works, the new business of voiceover and she is thriving and she also gives back yeah. to the community. She shares whatever she can. I mean, that's really rare, I think, in any other industry to find someone who's doing really well, who shares their their secrets, for lack of a better word, you know, online for for free. <laughs> if you're just in any of these voiceover forums, you know, that's pretty amazing and generous of her. And she's just like a really no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is kind of person. And, and I, I appreciate that so
2: much. I was teaching my class when she was giving her presentation on negotiation and I finished up and came into the main hall and it was like Led Zeppelin had just come out for an encore or something. It was <laughs> yeah. <there>. the crowd, <laughs> the crowd was going nuts. So uh, yeah, she was, she was superb. But I would say that
1: same spirit flowed throughout all the speakers, all the presenters. Yeah. We talk about, Sean and I on the podcast have talked about how this community has given so much to us and it's great to see that. Most of the other talent, even multi-decade talent, are willing to give back their time and, and energy, just like I hope they would. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Totally. So what are the plans for next year? Have you booked up the facility yet?
2: <laughs> We're we actually are a, arranging the a meeting. in works. Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's in the works. That does not I, surprise I think, me. I yeah, our, our plan is to do it around the same time next year.
2: Yeah, yeah. We're actually the day after the event. Karen and I were on Facebook chatting about various. Different actually, the ideas. night up, like the, oh, night, the night that off. we
0: ended. We were like, "So, so, yeah. are you? Have we talked to that person who might be our keynote speaker next year?" Okay, yeah. great.
1: That's <laughs> how it goes, man. I, I would suggest to keep that energy up, and while the momentum is still rolling from from last week, you can probably use that to your advantage to book a speaker or several speakers right away, and that'll that'll yeah. help you.
0: It's definitely in the works. Yeah, we got big plans. It is happening. we got big plans.
1: Well, Jamie, Karin, congratulations on pulling off a fantabulous – that's not a word, but I'm going to use it anyway (laughs) – first vocation uh, 2019 conference. I enjoyed it. I know everyone there got so much out of it, and we're looking forward to seeing you next year. Thank you so
0: much for being a part of it. I mean, we we have loved having you, and thanks for inviting us to come talk about it.
2: Yeah, and thank you for sharing – the your experience via your podcast with uh, the, the wider world. So thank you. Thank you, Paul. Our pleasure.
1: Thanks for listening to the vo Meter, measuring your voiceover progress. To follow along, please visit www.vometer.com. The vo Meter is powered by IPDTL.